Welcome to the LEAD 222 podcast, created to help student ministry leaders stay healthy and become more effective in life and leadership. And now, here are your hosts, Bo Boshears and Dave Hootke. Welcome, everyone, to LEAD 222 podcast, where we focus on helping leaders and youth pastors to be healthy leaders, leading healthy families and ministries. On each podcast, Cast episode, we will discuss one of our one of our five core values. And today in this episode, we'll be discussing strong families. And I know I'm excited, so is Dave, uh, to have some of my best friends. I love these guys, Dr. Andy and Candace Stevenson. They've been a part of LEAD and instrumental in, from the very beginning, and they have a lot to share with us today. So we really are excited to have you. So welcome, Andy and Candace. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks so much. You know, Dave, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about Dave and, uh, I mean, Andy and Candace as we get started. Dr. Andy Stevenson serves as the Carmel Campus Pastor of Northview Church in Carmel, Indiana. He was a former Associate Director for North America for the Church of God with over 2,000 churches. Andy has a Master's Degree from Oklahoma State University in Marriage and Family Therapy and a PhD from the University of Texas at Arlington, specializing in nonprofit leadership. He married the love of his life, Candace, in 2005, and they have two daughters. Andy currently serves on the board of LEAD 222. Candace is a former recording artist from Nashville, Tennessee. She speaks to a variety of audiences addressing topics such as self-esteem, purity, and seeing oneself through God's eyes. Candace has also been a coach for LEAD 222. So excited uh, to have you guys uh, on the podcast today to talk about marriage and ministry. You guys have been married for 15 years, and each of you have held different roles in ministry during that time. So let me, let me start by asking you guys, what would be some advice that you would give couples who are in ministry? Yeah, well, first, I think we just have to kind of level the playing field to let you know that we don't have it all figured out, mm-hmm. and we are a work in progress. Absolutely. And so uh, we're on the journey just like everybody else is when it comes to that. But I'm going to let Candace start on that one because she has always got the best answers and then I I play play off of her. Um, But Smart man. She has wisdom in the marriage already. You can tell. Wisdom in the marriage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just a little tip, guys. Well, yeah, I'm a little thrown because I thought he was going to talk first. So (laughs) so go ahead, Andy. (laughs) Well, you know, just when it comes to you're talking about uh, ministry couples and being in ministry together. You know, one of the privileges that we've been able to do is serve a ministry together. And I think, you know, whether your spouse is in a staff role or uh, maybe um, not on staff, it, together you're still a ministry together. Whoever's on staff, whether you're um, a female or male on staff, your spouse is a major player in that. And I think just uh, just quick advice I would give is that realize that you're on the same team and that you're working together and that, um, you know, we have, um, and we'll, I think we'll talk about this a little later, but we have a lot of differences uh, as far as when it comes to personality. Uh, but we've learned over the years, and this is still, like I said, a work in progress. We don't always get it right, but we've learned to complement each other and um, let the strengths of each other complement the weaknesses of the other. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, Andy's done a great job of, of leading this, um, leading up, um, you know, with his teams. Um, but he's always incorporated me and 
um, we've been able to, to minister together and kind of uh, complement that whole process. And um, it's been, it's been, honestly, it's been one of the best parts of our marriage is mm. working together in ministry. Um, we can get to the weaknesses later, but um, some of the best parts have been um, working together and how God really honestly put us together and we didn't even realize it. You know, you guys, I know that really has been, uh, uh, over the years I've seen it, a real blessing for you guys. Uh, you really do have passion to serve together. You've honored each other's gifts. And, and at the same time, you know, help our guests, you know, communication is a big piece in every marriage. And you guys are different. Your personalities, you both listen and respect each other and the personalities being pretty different. Uh, but give some, uh, you know, some suggestions on how communication can be better uh, in marriages when even personalities are quite different. You know, the first year, of course, I think, Bo, you met us the first year, actually three months maybe in, we we went to a conference, a lead conference, um, a marriage conference. And uh, yeah, that you came up and asked us, how's marriage going? And I said, um, well, no, Andy said, I think. I remember. It was going good. Totally. I remember where we were standing. I, and I just meet Andy goes, oh, it's going great. And Candace and looks at Andy. It's not going well. great. Absolutely not. Like, like, this has been really, really tough. And we got married um, a little bit older. Plus, our we dated long distance, um, our, basically our whole time. So um, getting married was when the first time we really lived in the same city together. Um, and that was really tough. And then we're like polar opposites, which I think God was like, this is awesome because I'm going to put you guys together. You don't really know this, but I'm going to, you know, iron sharpen iron. And I, and I'm not, I'm not going to really let you know what you're getting into. So, but it was a huge blessing. And we've really realized that, especially in ministry, how it's a puzzle piece and how God has really like put us together in that, in that way. Um, so that has been, that has been, yeah. You want to speak to some of that? Yeah, so like if you look like on um, personality tests, like on Myers Briggs, we have no letters the same. Mm-hmm. Enneagram, you know, totally different. Relational needs. Relational needs, totally different. Love languages, my top is her lowest. Yeah. And so it's like we have a vast amount of differences. So early, we tried to change each other. Like I was like, you come over to my side, and she's trying to pull me. And after, um, after a lot of um, pull. Tug of war. Yeah, a lot of pull. We finally realized, hey, you know what? We complement each other really well. And, um, you know, it's so, and a lot of us marry either opposites or people that, I mean, even if we were married people that are very similar to us, we bring in different backgrounds and your family did it this way and my family does it this way. And so we just had to learn that, you know, we really, um, we are this great puzzle piece together um, instead of trying to fit her puzzle piece in my section and vice versa and not looking at his his um like things that like drive me crazy no offense but like his things that that, and just realizing that is like a strength that god's giving him and and you know vice versa and so we look at we're trying to look at each other's like areas that we're frustrated at as more as strengths so day before you speak i i know that we laughed about you know when you i when we first talked after you got married but i was so um 
proud of you guys of how you really did engage in your differences and, and really spoke about them, communicated and really start to identify, like you said, Candace, that's a strength more than, you know, this is, I, I'm going to change him. And you said the same thing, Candace, you did a wonderful job on that. Well, I was just going to say, I think um, we both grew up in the church and we've seen um, not by our families, but we've seen non-authentic um, people in ministry. And I think that was one thing that we didn't want to do. And so when we were struggling, she didn't want to do. Let's get us clear. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> I, I've been drug over. So he wanted to fake it, and I wanted to. So I just really wanted to be real about the struggles that we were having, and because I realized that some people behind closed doors were having the same struggles, but they were just afraid to mention it. So. That's right. Yeah, that's that's so powerful, you know, and and that's what then opens us up, us up to be able to share with others too, though, and to be able to be poured into, but to be authentic ourselves. And so, um, thank you guys for sharing that. You know, I think we've all gone through. Um, if you've been married, there's going to be great seasons, and there's going to be very challenging, you know, seasons that that we walk through in marriage and in ministry. Um, can you can you guys share with us uh, a hard season that you guys walk through, and then what were some of the uh, beneficial things that got you through that season? Yeah, so I would say our first five plus years <laughs> was a hard season. Um, so and maybe even last month. <laughs> yeah, we still have those seasons. So um, the first year was really hard for us. Honeymoon was awesome. You know, here yeah, we are. We won't go into that. But. Yeah, we won't go into those details. But got home and it was like, what in the world? Because I dated, I dated him long distance, Andy. You know, like Ken and Barbie. Like I dated long distance Ken, and I didn't date up close and personal. Live during the day, Ken or Andy. It was like, man, I tell people it's like dynamite, but not like, <laughs> not like dynamite. Awesome, it's like explosion. We it's, literally got home and. I, and and I the next morning I rolled over thinking that he would like want to cuddle and just hang out and maybe call in sick, not live, but just say, you know, I'm coming in a little bit late. He's like, nope, up and at him. I think he had already like said the homeless and done the yard. And li- literally I was, I was dying. I was like, what happened to vacation honeymooning? <laughs> it, it was so, so hard. And, you know, one of the things we talk about is, um, you know, talking about that lead marriage conference early, Bo. That first three months, I mean, we were in the midst of that. And one thing I appreciate, I didn't at that time, for a long time, I didn't appreciate <laughs> um, Candace and her authenticity. Because there was a cha- there was a time when we were like checking out, because at that time I worked in the national ministry, so we actually attended a local church where we could go wherever we wanted. And I remember going to this church, and we'd been there a few weeks, and the pastor comes up and he asked, I mean, like a brand new, and he asked, hey, how you guys doing? I was like, hey, we're doing well. And Candace was like, no, we're not. She's like, I had my bags packed. I was going to my parents last night after this big fight. I wasn't going to leave him, but I was like, oh, my gosh, what have I got myself into? But I love I love the authenticity of how she's real and pulled that out. And so here's a couple um, handles that we found. One is that uh, the Lead Marriage Conference has been so instrumental for us over these over the 15 marriages of our lot, 15 years of our marriage, I mean, we have missed probably two we're super when sad. we're having kids. I missed this one. And um, yeah, during COVID-19, we're not able to mm-hmm. be at this one, but it has been very instrumental yes. in our lives. And then counseling, we have been 
we've had a counselor that has been in our lives for a lot of years. Um, She's on I, speed dial. <laughs> I actually just was on the phone with her individually <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Um, so it's just been, um, those are two things that have been helpful for us. Maybe you might have something else. Well, yeah, I, I think the, and then the counseling piece, I mean, it's, it's more than just counseling. I mean, first of all, I think a lot of times we have a negative stigma for counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so both parties have to be willing to show up for that. Um, and I'm so blessed. It's one of the key things that I think, um, has been, um, like, well, one of the key parts of our marriage is that we both want to work at it. Um, so showing up and then also showing up and being present at, you know, during a counseling session, being honest and authentic. And that has helped us grow in our marriage, like tremendously. Um, and just, would you, would you guys say that, you know, has there been a regular rhythm to, you know, go to the, to counseling or like only when it starts to get bad, then we need to go? Or has there been kind of like a regular rhythm for you guys in, in seeking that out? Yeah, I would say, I would say at first off, we, we would, um, we went for more like a rhythm type, you know, um, and then we stopped going as much. Um, and then when things started to get like just a little, eh, um, we called and then we would go for different amount of sessions and just try to work through that particular issue. But, but what's interesting is it's usually the same issues. They just come up in a little bit different format, but the same underlying root issue comes up. So, um, and so they, you know, she walks, she walks us through it again and then reminds us who we married and what God has done in our, you know, in our marriage and how he put us together. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been, it's been very, very beneficial. And I would say, um, yeah, one of the key components as well as conferences and getting away together. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about how that, how we came out of that, but, um, do you want us to go there? That's Okay. Okay. You know what I wanted to, when I said it's okay, Canix, I want you to continue on this next question because one of the things I really appreciated is that you guys are authentic and therefore you really do share openly, you know, what your feelings are because you love each other and you want to sort things out and your commitment, you could get any greater. You love the Lord, you're committed to each other and you're in this. And yet there are couples out there that are that maybe aren't as transparent or have the confidence to even take the step to counseling. So what are some pitfalls you guys would say, like as a married couple to ministry couples or those maybe not ministry, you've got to be careful of this. Cause if you don't get, if you don't watch this and you fall into the pitfall, it, it really is going to, the enemy is going to destroy your marriage. What would you, if there's a couple things you had to put on a, a list, Hey, you've got to be careful of this. What would you say, Andy or Candace? I would say um, letting things build up, you know, there's a certain amount that you need to let go, but you, um, if you have an issue that you just can't seem to get past um, uh, with the Holy Spirit's guidance too, but you just, it just is bugging you. Don't, don't just, you know, shove it and stuff it. Yeah. I think we learn a lot of that from our family patterns. So like some families are real, you know, they don't talk about things. That was my family. We didn't talk a ton about, we just kind of sucked it up. Candace's family was different. They kind of talk a little more about that. Everything. So, so I would say don't let things build up. I think the other thing is really understanding the person um, and understanding who they are and that your way is not always right. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, 
you know, I used to do things early on for Candace that I thought was really ministering to her heart and actually was doing the opposite. Like when I would, you know, one of my love languages is service. So when people serve me or do things for me, it really means a lot. So I figured, well, I thought, you know, Candace would love that. If you haven't, you know, studied the love language, most of everybody listening on here has, but if you haven't, you can look those up. But so I would serve and do all this different stuff. You know, I would like clean and all this stuff. Well, to her, I thought I was doing this great favor to her. It looked like, well, I'm not a very good wife because I can't get to this. I thought it was a reflection on me. So so really understanding who they are and about them. (laughs) It's (laughs) COVID-19. We're all home. The dog's barking. Just a moment. Our girl is um, baking a cake. A timer's going to go off. So, hey. Perfect. That's, hey, that's marriage. There you go. We just got to love how things roll in this season, right? <laughs> that's right. Hey, Andy, while we're waiting for Candace to come back, because she uh, is taking care of the dog there or, and the cake, I think, um, I'm going to add something to you. Speak to the importance of mentoring, because I know you you guys have talked about the differences when you said you thought she was having this. How do you figure that out? If she, she tells you, but you talked about counseling, but obviously leads about a coaching and mentoring ministry. How do you go and say, Hey, here's a question. Or are you facing this with another married couple? What do you do? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think absolutely. You know, Bo, you've um, been such a great mentor in my life. You asked some really hard questions um, to both Candace and I when we're together, as well as to me, Candace, you know, I have um, some accountability that I've had where I've been able to talk and ask questions. Candace has some um, female people, some female leaders in her life who have wisdom that she can bounce things off of. So I think it's a lot of times when you're able to bounce, to be open and ask questions and bounce, that doesn't mean you have to air all your, all the details, but you can help people give you perspective and help just say, Hey, have you thought about this perspective? Have you thought about this perspective? And sometimes if we don't have those conversations with mentors or people in our lives or counselors, whoever, uh, then oftentimes it's only our perspective and it can be really clouded um, without that good wisdom. I think also thinking about perspective, um, thinking of, about the other person as not your enemy and, and on the same team is, is key. Um, that's been huge for me. Um, I know because sometimes when, when you know, you're in a vulnerable situation with your spouse and you know, when you get hurt, you want to recoil. Um, so I think it's been helpful. The Holy Spirit can whisper, you know, he's, he's on your team and he's not trying to do this um, maliciously. It's just an oversight or, um, a, you know, he, he doesn't mean to do this and, and vice versa. So that's wonderful. Thinking the best, you know, hoping the best. That's great. Dave. Yeah. How, how have you guys encouraged each other, you know, just growing spiritually and your spiritual disciplines, um, you know, that's, that's something in marriage that some marriages, you know, um, it, they kind of leave separate. Like I'm growing, you know, separately in my own quiet time. Do you guys have things you do together or have you guys just kind of encouraged each other from afar, prayed together? What are some of those things that you guys have done to encourage each other to grow spiritually? Yeah, well, we definitely have prayer nightly. And then Candace, you know, has implemented, which is a, and we've, we've done it. We haven't gotten to like a regular rhythm of it yet, but it's um, with the kids where 
it's just we get together, all of us, and have our own devotional time. And then we come back after that time. So we're all in the same room. And we listen to worship. Listen to worship. Read Everybody's Bible. doing journaling, reading, whatever God's got for them that day. And then we come back together and share what God's spoken to us. Mm-hmm. And it's been so powerful um, to hear, like, our 8-year-old or our 12-year-old, you know, this word that God's given them. Um, so I love just how God's laid on campus hard to implement that. And so that's, that's been a fun thing. Now, happened. Andy, Kenneth, do you guys do that daily? We, we have been right now. We're not doing it as much, but um, we have done it. Um, and it's been, it's been yeah, super powerful. Yeah. So we were in a, we were in a rhythm when COVID started. That's kind of, you know, you think about COVID-19 and all the negatives that happened. There's some positives that can come out of this time that you can grow in a lot of different ways. We went on a trip after that, and that kind of broke our rhythm up a little bit. But that's that's something that we'd like to get back to that's been really strong for us. Or and, helpful. and also leaning into the other person's um, even, even spiritual disciplines. So mine is mine is more, um, you know, listening to worship, um, sitting outside, or just letting the Holy Spirit talk to me, uh, reading the Word. Um, Andy's is more structured. And so again, not thinking that either way is bad, but leaning into him helping me get on our churches doing the growth plan and help him helping me get into that and working through that. Um, and then me helping him just kind of, kind of free flow with the Holy spirit and see what, what the spirit's telling him. So that's been encouraging for each other to kind of like, um, to spur each other on. You know, and I know you mentioned just, I, as a lifestyle, as a reflex, which I love, is you guys do pray together. I heard you say that at evening. Is that what I heard you say? That's yeah. wonderful. Just that that's so natural for you guys, even not, it's just part of what you do. I think that's a, a huge benefit. Well, you guys, you know, I, I love you. I love you both. I mean, you guys have been so, I mean, first of all, to my family, what great friends, but to lead to 22. And uh, your coaching, like Candace, the input that you put into so many women and your authenticity at our marriage conference is what's kind of cool. Couples just go to you and your laughter and, and you have just both been yourselves and love each other deeply. And Andy being on the board and your contributions, us mentoring and sharpening each other, just just wonderful. And it reflects in your marriage. I see it. But as we finish here, I want you to kind of think of our community that you both love. But what is one truth or discipline you've learned to implement? And I know that's a loaded question, but you that you've put in your life that you could say has really helped you lead, you know, a healthy life, you know, healthy marriage and ministry. If you had to identify one, what would you say, Andy? I'll start with you. Yeah. So I'll, so I get one and Candace will get one. How's that? We'll get yes. Two. Yeah. So date nights. So we actually have two date nights that are on the calendar weekly. So we have a date night together, Candace and myself. Um, Actually, now with my new role, we have a sometimes a date day. Um, But um, and then we have a date night with our girls. So we have two kids and we rotate. So like uh, I'll take one one week and she'll take one one week and the next week we split. Um, and take the other. So th- both of those have been calendar and super helpful to us in our rhythm. Um, I would say marriage retreats, uh, like the one that we do with lead, um, as well as vacation time where it's just the two of us. Um, that has been instrumental for our marriage because um, we do best when we are, that's how we dated was we were 
long distance and we would be together and, and, and hang out. Um, not overnight, of course, but, you know, we would be together and hang out like on, on, you know, from distancing and, and all the, the work and the stresses that Andy had and, and his, in his tasking, uh, three self, um, you know, he could put aside. So just being able to unplug and be together and, and play has been, um, just really key for us, I believe. Very smart. Candace, Andy, love you guys. Thanks so much. Love you. Again, Thank, well, Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, being on today. We really appreciate it. For more information on the LEAD 222 ministry, go to lead222.com or check out our Facebook and Instagram page. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If this podcast has been an encouragement to you, will you do us a favor and rate and review it? Share it with your friends. If you don't have a coach or mentor in youth ministry, go to our website, sign up to get a coach and mentor. Don't do ministry alone. Thanks for joining us and we will see you next week. Stay safe and stay inspired. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Lead 222 podcast. Please consider joining our community of leaders. Together, we're committed to experiencing healthy lives, healthy families, and healthy ministries. Learn more at lead222.com.